It's us. Hi. We're the podcasters. It's us. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Sam. We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs. That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things, Taylor Swift and cocktails. Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog. We'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it? I think we are. Welcome, Swiggies! You are here for another episode of Swift and Swigs with Sibs, and I am Rachel, and I'm here with Sam... I am Sam, and I am here with Rachel. This is a fun little beat you know, that I, we got going on. I, I, I had to, I had to give a little vibe, little, little, little vibe check, or whatever the kids are saying these it's days. It's a vibe. It's going to be an upbeat episode. Yes, it is. Episode 036. We are back. Wow. And Sam, my gracious me, uh, <laughs> let. <laughs> I just need to make sure Cute. everybody knows I'm old ladyish, okay? <laughs> my my goodness gracious. My goodness gracious me. Let's just take our folks, let's just take our swiggies back a week ago. Uh-huh. When Sam and Rachel were like, hey, not a lot going on in the next month <sighs> oh, or so. Oh, God. Sam and Rachel were like, oh, things are going to slow down. We're really just going to like get into the music because there won't be anything going on to distract us between now and the next yeah. Uh, Eris to her concert, and then it, behind, I think you know that's just how we know Taylor listens to our podcast because she was like, "Oh, she's like, oh, I'm gonna do something because the Sibs think uh-huh. that I'm not." Uh-huh. So uh-huh. you're welcome, everybody. It's because of us that she is going on tour. Can we call it? Can that? we call not it really. that? No. Okay. <laughs> this was this was just such a fun exchange because I'm walking my kids to school and I get a text message alert from dear Swifties. It's always good to have Swifties in your life to like text message. So I did a text message chain yep. where I received a text message that was like alert, alert, something is happening. Mm. Sure enough, Taylor Swift decided to release her Eras tour concert video movie film like documentary i don't know next month not like a year and a half from now as we predicted when the heiress tour maybe would be coming to a close nope nope she was like babes i can't make you wait i can't make you wait how did they edit this so quickly that the concert they filmed this at was like a couple of weeks ago I mean, it's probably not even done yet. That's probably like the yeah. way I never understand that. But like, you know, when you're watching a football game, or maybe not a football game, but let's say you're, let's say you're, let's say you are a person who watches a football game, and they do clips of the game in very like cinematic beautifulness. I'm yeah. guessing they're not done editing this film. Yeah, like they're gonna, it's gonna be down to the wire. They got to. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But um, we are getting this film in theaters i quickly text sam haha same thing i just said you know we thought it was quiet it's not sam was like what 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 i love waking you up to new news i love that That was yeah so i think i said i need to go check her instagram don't i yeah so i went yeah. to her instagram saw the announcement got very excited 
bought my tickets. Rachel, did you buy your tickets? I bought my tickets. I was shocked because we're going opening night. Do we call it opening night? Uh, Yeah. Friday, October 13th at a 6 p.m. showing. All five of us. So you're going with your family? I'm going with the fam. Mike is going to... I don't know what Mike is going to do, but... You know, he's so excited. He, like, huh. really wanted to see this. He does enjoy the music. Okay. And he's so excited because all of the clips he's seen have been underwhelming to him because it's not good sound quality and he can't mm-hmm. see very well, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. he's, like, pumped about it. I feel like I need to tone down his expectations that in case there's, like, a lot of people there scream, screaming the song lyrics that he may not hear it as well. Yeah, I'm think? I'm a little worried about that aspect of attending. Uh, I'm worried. I'm worried about screaming, yeah. indoor screaming particularly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, here's what's confusing to me. Apparently, the documentary is only two hours and forty five minutes. <gasps> I didn't know that. I saw that on the internet, and I'm just wondering. Since the actual Airs tour is like three hours fifteen minutes ish, what have they cut? Because there well, wasn't there was thirty a... minutes of like costume changes. It was so quick. All know. the changes were quick. Was there? Right? I don't know. No, it never seemed quick. It seemed like there was some a lot of build up time, which I thought was kind of cool because I loved the transition of how everything. Well, changed. yeah, and even the transitional moments, like I feel like they need to include that. So oh, what? This is gonna what? be a mystery. What gonna be a mystery. We will. We'll see. Uh, I thought it'd be really fun if every showing had a different secret songs, surprise Ooh, songs moment. That would be. Which I don't think they were actually going to do that, but wouldn't that be that. fun? So amazing. So you could still be like, which surprise songs did you get for your, you know, yeah. movie? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We weren't exactly wrong when our in our last episode, and we did say, I bet you she's working on something. I said maybe there's a movie, maybe there's like a documentary. I I just thought that she would be working to develop those things and not that it was already developed and it was going to become released in this quiet time. But I had a thought recently. Um, What's that? You know how Taylor Swift has cats and they're like her best friends? Where are her cats when she's on tour? Like, do they come with her or do they stay at home and... She like never gets to see her cats, or does she go she home in between nanny. the weekends? Like, or does she bring the cats yeah. with her? What do you think? I mean, yes, she goes home between the weekends. We know that she's she uses her private jet far too much than she should, mm-hmm. uh, than a normal person should. But that's okay. Um, so yes, but also, it wouldn't surprise me if she had like her cat nanny with her. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Right? It, 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 it's too bad. So Beyonce brought out her daughter, Blue Ivy, onto Did the stage. She? And that was a really cool moment of the Renaissance tour. It'd be fun if Taylor brought out her babies, a.k.a. Oh. her cats, on stage. I guess she just goes home to her cats. Did you already say that line? No, <laughs> but it, it was... I was setting it up for you, essentially. I, I didn't do that very well. I just now got it. <laughs> Um, also, I just learned that 
yes, Taylor Swift flies her private jet everywhere. It's like not great for the environment, and it's her. It's a flaw of hers. We all know this. But did you know that before the Eras tour began, Taylor, I forget what they're called. She purchased these carbon emission things. Yeah, like like offset. That offset all of her emissions. And that's good. Thank you, Taylor, for doing that. Good job being a capitalist environmental queen. Go off. I mean, that's... You, you have to. So cool. Good job, Tay. Good job, Tay. Well, Rachel, that's all the Taylor tea I have for this episode. So Same. I want to get into some new shit that we are listening to. Hopefully you've thought about this. Yes, I did. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit with a really fun song I discovered this week that apparently has been around all summer long, but I didn't know about it. The song is called Padoom Padoom by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Do you know this song? Padoom Padoom. Yeah, it is. I'm no. not kidding you. It is such a ridiculous song, but it is okay. also a very fun song. You're gonna have to check it out. It's it the it's basically about her like heartbeat. It goes padoom padoom during these like very sexy encounters with this man. Kylie Minogue, bless her heart and good for her, is kind of older now, but she talks about like sex and in this song, and it's just like very ridiculous. But the beat, it the way it's produced is awesome. It's definitely a summer banger. I don't know how I've made it through summer of 2023 without hearing it. That's the new shit I'm listening to. And then I kind of went on a little bit of a Kylie Minogue deep dive. Um, You're familiar with Kylie Minogue, right? A little bit, yeah, but I don't know. Australian pop queen. Started off in the 80s, so she has been around for many decades. And this is her, like, next banger hit. So (laughs) pretty random choice, um, but a very fun song. You got to check it out. All right. Uh, as I mentioned last week, I got to see Brandy Carlisle last week. Oh, yeah. That was such an epic show. I'm using my new shit just to kind of like plug the show this week because um, it was so fantastic and such a different experience from Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. In I would imagine. That... Um, this particular show, this is at Ravinia. Ravinia is kind of a, like, it's an outdoor lawn picnic-y venue. Like, they have seats, but very little. And then the rest of it is just this big lawn. And you can't actually see the stage when you're sitting in the lawn. They have big screens in order to see the performance. Which was fantastic because we had up-close viewing of the screen. So it just felt like I could see it anyway. Um, the sound quality was fantastic, so I loved it. Um, and you get to, like, bring a picnic and drink your wine, your cocktails. So it's just, like, such a fun vibe. And the whole show was just her and these two guys. They, she didn't have her nine-member band that they normally tour with because it's just a little more intimate show. And that was incredible because they're 
stomping was the drum beat and their harmony, their harmony is just incredible, was an instrument in and of itself. And then just like their two guitars, an occasional piano, an occasional harmonica, but for the most part, like just that. It was so, so stripped down. And that just allowed these incredible voices and songwriting to come through instead of like relying on the like the big music. And they don't use headpieces, so they make sure to stand really close together so that they can hear each other. Cool. It's it's it was incredible. Okay. So I do all that to say that I had a hope for one song, but I was it's a it's the song that she did for the Barbie soundtrack. It's a cover of the Indigo Girls, Closer to Fine. And it is such a good cover. Have you seen the Barbie movie yet, Sam? No, not yet. Okay, well, this will mean mean something to you when you do. I l- always loved this Indigo Girls song, but she did it like a, an incredible version of it. And she does the song with her wife, Catherine. And I, I, I have a little bit of a, like crush on her wife Catherine like she's just beautiful and has like a British accent and is just like so fun and she just like popped up on stage for one of her songs Aww. and so then I was like and she sang the end of that song with her and then I was like oh my gosh she's gonna sing closer to mine she's gonna she did she sang closer to fine it was incredible harmony was so beautiful unless I seek my source for some definitive the closer I am to find The closer I am to find I think it's such a great way to like get into Brandy Carlisle if you don't know a lot of her stuff. So two weeks in a row you've talked you about go. Brandy. You must really like her. I know. I kinda do. I'm just I was in that kick, I was in that vibe. I'm branching out. I've got a, a couple of other things under my belt so let's swig sam let's swig chatting okay so rachel i chose the song this week and yeah i chose such a banger from the original taylor swift debut album i got it as a surprise song on my heirs tour it was such a fun moment and i just wanted to have that fun with you so rachel we are doing picture to burn baby burn we just did that together (laughs) jinx that was amazing congratulations (laughs) alrighty so in order to get into the spirit and the music and the lyrics of the song let's start swigging um I'm just what you got there Sam just gabbing so I'm just gonna go for it yeah so I have a cocktail that I've actually made in the past for the Stinching Lady Distillery where I work mention that drink every time I mention that and the cocktail is called the Cherry Pickup. And, of course, she sings about that stupid old pickup truck in this song. Stupid old pickup truck. So the truck. Cherry Pickup is a drink I made with blue corn whiskey and chocolate liqueur and cherry juice and espresso. And oh. the espresso is like the pickup, you know, because it's like picks you up. Yep. But uh, I 
you know, call it Cherry Pickup. And that's what I made for today because it's uh, it's a song about a pickup truck. Well, there's more to it than just that. But that's an iconic part of the song. So So you made your stupid old Cherry Pickup. So it's chocolatey and cherry and espresso-y. It's, it's quite delicious, I gotta that say. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. I need to get some chocolate liqueur. I feel like I've said that up before with you. you um, well, I make it, so yeah. that's an option. i got to do that. Chocolate liqueur. Yeah, it's great. So Yum. Yum, yum, yum. Cheers to that. Cheers. Your turn. All right. I'm bringing in uh, – I, I went with one of my favorite parts of the song – this is called a burn, 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 baby, burn. Mm-hmm. Um, is she spicy? I made a, mes- I made a, a mule. Oh, okay. And because I say that that line says burn four times, I needed to have four different layers of heat in this Ooh. cocktail. So we start off this mule with some jalapeno muddled at the bottom of the glass. Mm-hmm. Top that with some this classic mule with some lime juice. Then um, I used Fireball whiskey. Oh my instead of god! Vodka, <laughs> um, which also feels like a good vibe for like a high school song. Yeah. Like I feel like like I feel like this dude that she's singing about probably drinks Fireball whiskey shots <laughs> or something on the back of his pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so then we get some ginger. So we got the fireball. We got the jalapeno. Those are two burns. We got a ginger beer. Yeah. There's another heat mm-hmm. happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a new thing that I've always wanted to try, and it didn't quite go as well as I wanted to. And you're not going to be able to see it here. But you take a li- – this is like a thing that you can do with tiki drinks. You take a, a squeezed-out lime, hollowed lime, put – some strong alcohol and the strongest alcohol I had that was a hundred proof snitching lady whiskey. Hell yeah. That was as hun- that was as high as I could get. I think I would prefer to have it even higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have anything like that. So it didn't burn, 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 maybe burn as strong as I wanted. But you light you fill up that little line, you rest it on the top of like a garnish, you light it on fire and you serve it just like that. Have oh you done God. that and you're um Nope, never done, done that. that before. Um, that might be fun with your like rum cocktails to see if you can. Yeah, do. yeah, that would be super fun. Uh, Rachel, we are going to need videoing of this. I okay, so I already got video footage. Oh, good. So there's just like a, you can see slight. It's just not strong enough. Yeah. But you got you got the fire. I lit some of the mint on fire just because I figured that'll like give it a little mint- minty. So you can you can kind of smell a little bit of the burning mm. happening. That's amazing. Well and done. And all that heat comes together in the layers of flavors. Yeah. It's good. Burn, 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 baby, burn. I didn't do a burning cocktail this week because I did that last week. And I didn't want to be too yep. repetitive and boring. I didn't want anybody to like just be able to predict me all the time. So I'm glad you brought the burn this week. Yeah. And it sounds delicious. Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of your cocktail last week, um, I was hanging out with my friends Meredith and Laura. And Meredith said, saw your cocktail, and she was like, will you make this for me? And sure enough, I had all the ingredients. So I made your cocktail this weekend. But you know what I did wrong was I put the seeds of the jalapeno into the cocktail as I was muddling. Holy moly, I don't know if we could even taste anything. Oh, God. Well, 
so I, spicy. I guess remember when you couldn't take the heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of the point. Yep. That was the point. That was the point. I, All right. I used a Serrano and not a jalapeno. Um, and the Serrano is even spicier, but I put that's like, what I thought. So I thought like I was okay. It's just you know you never know with the jalapeno. You, you never don't know, know what kind of heat you're gonna get. You never know. All right. Well, we are ready. We have got a song to get into. This is Mm -hmm. a banger. Let's talk about the spirit of picture to burn. This spirit, this song is so Taylor Swift, country, OG, debut. It's a little campy. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's goofy. It's petty. It's very teenager, and yes. yeah, it's a it's it's a song about being pissed off at your ex, yeah. which apparently though Taylor never dated this guy, right? Right. Like maybe they kind of had a flirtatious thing going on, and then she realized did. all these things about him. So that's when she wrote the song. Yeah. But yeah. by listening to the song, it's almost- definitely kind of giving you the impression that this is her ex boyfriend that she's pissed off at who's now with this other chick or whatever. Um, or do, is there actually another chick that he's with in the song, or am I just thinking of the music video? Uh, so if, if our sources are correct, there is another chick in real life that from high yeah, school. Yeah, I read about this they, too. They got married. So um, – the, this, the, the guy with the pickup trucks and this girl got married and has since commented on the song and Taylor Swift, which is a whole interesting thing. I just think that woman is looking for her 15 minutes of fame. Yes. Yep. Yep. She absolutely was. And also put it like the whole interview gave like just the realization of how truly like Taylor Swift was not liked in high school, I think because of just her whole story and you know coming to nashville and making it big and then you know there's probably a lot of jealousy i was just gonna say it was probably mostly jealousy because she's such a sweet person and maybe i mean i don't know what teenager taylor was like but she seemed awfully sweet and very no one has ever said anything bad about her and there would be plenty of opportunity for that to come out yeah I mean, you're. It's shocking that there hasn't been tons and tons. So you have to imagine mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. one person is like, eh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> what we learn from this song, though, is when Taylor gets upset, like she goes for it. Yeah. And I really love a quote that she wrote later, which follows right along with the conversation that we started having last week about. What happens when she re-records these songs that were written so long ago and maybe give a little bit of cringy, like, uh, storylines and messaging, whatever. And she said, like, uh, that she sees this as, like, as a way to show how she has evolved uh, personally and as a songwriter that she's not regretful of Picture to Burn. Mm-hmm. Be- and rather, she's she's happy to... Uh, the, the quote says, she's happy to demonstrate those emotions that when you're so angry, you hate everything. Like, that's such a teenage thing to do. You're so angry, you hate everything. And being able to put this in song is like recording your, 
your diary over the years. And for her, that's a gift. Yeah. Like, it's a gift to be able to see, like, yeah, I was a teenager. That's how I was reacting. And I can look back and see how I've changed and not be ashamed of it. She's changed so much because this song is it's it's funny how like Taylor Swift can write a song like Evermore or Right Where You Left Me or Champagne Problems or Ivy. And that's the same woman that wrote Picture to Burn. They're so very different songwriting, but it just shows how much she has changed and grown and matured over the years. And there's nothing wrong with Picture to Burn. It's a very good song. It's super fun. And it was very of its time. But exactly, it's exactly. just complete. Like, I mean, she's just a great lyricist. And Picture to Burn and a lot of songs on debut are similar in that they're just simple-minded and angsty in a way that almost prevents her from really getting it poetic I think yeah yeah but I think at the the same time I think she knew who she was writing for she wasn't she was writing for her peers she was writing for people that were like her that as like these were like conversations and as she's grown she's having bigger and more important conversations Mm -hmm. with the people that are listening because she has even bigger more important audience but at the time she was writing for these young fans who were excited to shout this as at a concert yeah yeah and that kind of gets us into the musical mixology mm-hmm. of this song because we have this is as you mentioned this is a debut song it is like a full country rock kind of uh, you know, just banger, as you keep saying. We've got some banjo. We've got just like that plucking stuff. And <laughs> that plucking I love stuff. plucking what stuff. The pluck? Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. What the pluck? I love that. Like this, she learned that this was such a fan favorite at some of her earlier concerts. Yeah. That she like people would just like shout it. So she chose it as a single because mm-hmm. of this very reason. And that's what shows, like, what a beautiful, like, what a brilliant mind she is. Like, she listens yep. to what her fans love. Mm-hmm. And they love singing this. And it's a good choice for a single, too. It's a, it's a radio hit. It's 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 so upbeat and it's very catchy. And it's definitely the type of song that you want to scream along with and feel things with, especially if you're a teenage girl who's, like, alongside Taylor Swift. So a great choice. Which neither of us have ever been, which is funny, but... Never uh, been what? No. A teenage girl alongside Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, you're right. That's That hasn't <laughs> happened yet to either of us. You for obvious reasons. <laughs> Me because I'm old. <laughs> Alanis Morissette was your Taylor Swift. She was my Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is right. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 very upbeat, very fun, so country. Um, I, did you watch the music video? Have you seen some of the live performances yes. of the song? Yeah. So she yeah. does this thing when she sings this song, and it is borderline psychotic to me that she bangs her head and like whips her hair back and forth aggressively a lot whenever she performs the song. So it's just this song? Like, I was wondering if that was just, like, the era? I think it was definitely the era, but it's almost, like, part of the routine of the beginning of the song when it's just the instrumentals before she comes in. She do- Every live performance I watch on the internet, she does the same 
dance, but the dance isn't where she's moving her legs. It's just her upper body, and she's flailing huh. her hair all over the place. And it's so funny. I guess that's just her. Like, it looks painful. She's doing it so aggressively. <laughs> I feel like she is going to have... She's going to hit her head on something and, and fall down and, and hurt herself badly. But it's, it's I guess, just an iconic part of the, the debut era of her early years. And uh, it's so funny. But yeah. The music video, also very iconic. Uh, it's very... Yeah, stars her best time. friend, Abigail, is in, that, is in that music video with her. The two of them are spying on her man, her ex-man, with his new girl. My ex-man brought his new girlfriend. New She's girlfriend. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to... Okay, sorry, wrong song, but I can't help it. Anyways, where was I going? What are we on? Musical mixology? Yeah, I mean, we get... Which I think we get this a lot in debut, and it might be related to like her musical skills at the time, her lyrical skills. But like she get, she does a lot of scream or uh, sing talking here in this. Like, song. what's an She's, example? The when she was like, "Go and tell your friends." Wait, uh, uh, <laughs> then you could ever love me. Sorry, oh, <laughs> yeah. then you could ever love me. Or um, when she's. Oh, sorry, yeah. Going out with all your best friends. All your best friends. Yeah. Nothing stopping me from going out with all of your best friends. It's it's like it's kind of like it's like sing talky, which she does in our song. Mm -hmm. It's very country. It's very country. Yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about her twang. I think anytime we're gonna do a debut song, we need to discuss. Her twang, which is artificial. I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing because she is a country artist and that's what country artists do. They insert this twang into their songs. But she's a Pennsylvania girl. She she doesn't naturally speak like this. I don't think it's artificial necessarily. I think it's cultural. I think you can't live in Nashville and not soak it up a little bit. What I'm so curious about is Taylor's version of all of yes. these songs, will she or won't she give us twang? But she did a little bit in Mean. A little bit. But even Mean Just compared to Picture to Burn sure. is less yes. twangy. Oh, yeah. That was be- people's argument mm-hmm. against it. Mm-hmm. Um, I sure hope she doesn't. I kind of hope she just gives us who she is now with just I disagree I want that twang <gasps> oh, it's you do it, oh, okay yeah okay. oh yeah and I think I mean people she wants people to listen to the new version rather than the original version and if you're an original Taylor Swift fan you want that twang yeah, that's like See? a part of her brand I know that she wants people to li- listen to the new version more than the old version, but she's not afraid to give the new version to make people like the new version better. To make like, it different, she's willing I guess. To make it different. Mm-hmm. You're right. And win people over and, and allow them to accept that this is who she is now and they can also grow along with her. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. So that's the musical mixology. Time to get into the Taylor Swift the twist. 
and I I have a feeling we're going to find some depth to these lyrics that maybe are hard to find on the surface of this song. <laughs> I, I worked really hard to find depth here, Sam, because I really wanted to give the listeners what you and I are known for. So uh, what I have to say is I'm not going to be crying in this episode. I don't think any of these are going to like bring a little like sad tear to my eye. <laughs> well, we will um, see. <laughs> uh, it's been known to happen. Um, there is one particular line that I think is very deep, but... Um, I'll, I'll acknowledge it when we get there. Okay. Until then, let's start with I mean, verse one. Well, we start out really, like, like, talk about the style of her writing. She's like, state the obvious mm-hmm. right away is her, like, first line, which is so funny to me because she's just like, listen, I'm not going to leave any mystery and any, like, l- metaphors in this song right here the way that I will later in my, like, decade of a career. I'm just going to state the obvious. Yeah. I didn't get my perfect fantasy. Yeah. Which I just, I just, I love that. I think it's just kind of funny. It is very funny. It's, it's, it's very like teenage, like, ugh, state the obvious. Uh, right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you can hear a teenage voice through this entire thing, which maybe one could say like, well, that's just because she was an early lyricist. So she don't know what she's doing. But again, I think sometimes she almost knew it so well that she was like, no, I'm not going to write some sort of fancy, unco- like, complicated lyrics. This is a song that I want other peers to get. Yeah. Like, anyway. It's her song. It's, like, her story. It's her It's her yes. diary entry. Yes. So she's yes. just going to say it how it is. Right. Um, I didn't get my perfect fantasy. She sings about fantasies a lot in her early career. So much. We've talked about it. That's definitely a theme of hers. Um, yeah. It, this is almost like a slight dig at herself like like she's like you know i wanted that perfect fantasy and i didn't get it because come on hello i never expect too much of it yeah so (laughs) one second you guys are being so loud They're making me do a shot. Okay. These are my friends. I'm so sorry. I don't care. It's fine. Just come here. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Monday shots at three o'clock. <laughs> oh, Dad yelled at him. What were you saying? I said Dad yelled at him. Dad yelled at who? You, your dad, your your father, you're not mother, your father, you just yelled at them. I yelled at my parents? No, you we, yelled at your friends. Oh, yelled. That's what I'm saying. Oh, dad, I'm the dad. Dad, I you're not mother. Parents. Taylor Swift is mother. Your dad, your father. Okay. <laughs> this, you, that joke did not land. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. That, See, we're okay. not even into the second line of the first verse. Uh, all right. The next part of this verse is what everybody is tuning in to this episode for. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So, how, are, Mike, how, how are the Sibs going to handle <laughs> this controversial line? See, I don't Go even ahead. think it's controversial at this point. I don't. But yeah. I'll get to that and why. So so go and tell your friends that I'm obsessive and crazy is her way of being like, 
whatever say what you want about me say that i'm obsessive say i'm crazy i saw that as a friendship bracelet by the way obsessive and crazy really that would be a perfect one very fun friendship bracelets and here we are the line that we have now is that's fine you won't mind if i say by the way which for everybody that doesn't know for those that do know chime in here this is a famous lyric change that taylor swift made after the original version was released and there it sparked a little bit of controversy i don't i don't remember this being a news story i mean this was she wasn't really that well known at the time but apparently it caused some controversy because the original lyric was so go and tell your friends and i'm obsessive and crazy that's fine i'll tell mine you're gay and that was sort of giving homophobia. So Taylor Swift changed the lyric. And now we have, that's fine, you won't mind if I say, dot, dot, dot. Now, I understand why she changed the lyric. There's an argument, though, that she wasn't being homophobic. It was, it was her way of saying, I'm going to tell everyone you're gay that way. So they won't date so you. So they won't date you. Like, women won't date yeah. you. Yes. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's said famously in Seinfeld. Um, but the I, the fandom loves this original version, and the fandom as a whole is definitely not homophobic. But, uh, and, and, and when this song came on during the surprise song... Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I, I, I don't know this song very well. When, when she was performing it, I was definitely like... Oh, I kind of wish I knew the words a little better to this song, but I definitely knew this part, and I knew about the original lyric, and I made the choice in that moment to scream the original lyric because it's iconic, and it's You are not alone. And everybody in this stadium was doing the same thing, and I almost thought to myself, I wonder if she's even going to sing it, but... No, she she's saying that the, the changed version, which I understand why she did that, but so go and tell your friends that I'm obsessive and crazy. That's fine, I'll tell mine you're gay. That's fine, you won't mind if I say. So okay, so that's that's the iconic part, that's a lyric change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we understand why you changed the lyric, Taylor, but I think a lot of the OG people just love, then there are ways you can like listen to the original version on the internet. Yep. So if that's the, the kind of song you want to hear, uh, just make sure you're an ally throughout the process and screaming out the top of your lungs like we did at the Errors Tour. It's quite, it's quite a blast, I got to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of blast, this is the part where we really want to scream. Which I know you probably were. I, I hate that stupid old pickup truck. You never, never let, let me drive. Redneck heartbreak is really, really bad and lying. Wow. That's so funny. Like that's like the whole thing is heady. <laughs> She's like so- trying to find <laughs> insults. Yeah. That are like not or just petty. They're not. She's like, that I'm petty. just gonna hate everything about you. <laughs> Your stupid old. You- Pickup truck. Truck. You never let me drive. You're you're a redneck. Oh, you're a redneck heartbreak. The never let me drive part, I thought was an interesting connecting it to all too old 10-minute version 
when she says, fuck the patriarchy keychain on the ground, which was this like commentary on uh, like she wanted to drive and, you know, he's like, fuck the patriarchy. And there was like that argument and all that. And this is just a little like, you never let me drive. Like that's such an interesting like thing that bothered her. But clearly it did. Like it could have been, I hate that stupid old pickup truck that you always drive or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But she was intentional to name that he would not let her drive. And that part made her angry. Yeah, fuck the patriarchy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like, girls can drive trucks, too. Of course they can. I, okay, but this, that part, redneck, I don't like that. I don't, that, I'm surprised, doesn't bother more people. I feel like that's a, like, kind of derogatory. Redneck is derogatory? Yeah, yeah, I don't don't think so. Is it not? not? I don't think, I mean... I don't know. That's you're being too sensitive. I Am think. Am I? Okay. Yeah, and that's very sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not trying to be. I just like the I, the, I the term know. redneck is typically embraced by the redneck community, by the folks that know their redneck, know their redneck, and are typically proud of that because it it's a part of their roots. And that, okay. I mean, there's there's a sense of pride that comes from, like, being down. I think redneck is a person is typically more down to earth. They're not consumer driven. Like, those are, there's definitely qualities okay. to being, quote unquote, a redneck. So I think if you're part of you that You are schooling me here. I, 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 I think it's because pro- I, I'm a little bit of, now you make me question if it's okay to say the r word we can't censor every everything no of course not and i know that it's also pretty common in the country music totally that mean world yeah but and i guess it's like i i i was when i read that article about the guy and the that she wrote it about he was like really defensive like i'm not a redneck and then i was like okay <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Remember, the song know. is about, like, her just, like, uh, like being angry and just, it's not meaning to be super mean. It's, like, just the petty insults that she can come up with in the moment. Yeah, but it's name-calling. Like, it's name-calling and it's, I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay. I just, I re- I don't, I just don't like it. Oh, okay, that's fair. Well, <laughs> he's, let's I mean, cancel he's Taylor really, Swift. That's all. That's <laughs> just, he's, just, no. I'm just saying I'm allowed to have a comment about or like a, a lyric I don't like. I also think really bad at lion is just really <laughs> bad. Like it's I mean, really bad line. <laughs> it's just a really bad line. Okay, okay. No, I, I mean, think it's okay. intentional. I just, I love that. I love the line really bad at lying because it's it's just it, like not that mean. But it's that's, you're maybe that's the whole point. That's, like she's that's digging, what I'm saying. Yes, I think you're right. She's digging so deep to find something. She's just, like, stumbling and she can't. She's like, also, you're bad at lying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, moving Uh, on. This is the line that I think has the most depth. Tell me more. Right? So strike. So watch me strike a match on all my wasted time. I think that is a very clever line. That's, I think, the, the best line of, it's not the funnest line necessarily, of this song, of this very fun song, but 
the it, it it ties it ties us right into the theme. The title of the song is "Picture to Burn." As far as I'm concerned, you're just another picture to burn. So she's leading us into that. So watch me strike a match on all my ways to time, as if time was a physical object that she could like hold a match to and strike it on. The time is what the wasted time is what is is fueling basic basically is is what's is starting the match which is going to burn this picture so the okay i see where you're going so the the wasted time is what strikes helps the match light mm-hmm. and that's the original anger to begin with like yeah, that's it was just the wasted thing. time the, that's what she's pissed off about that's, this whole time she's yeah. That's what she's most pissed off about. Like, yeah. not the fact that he's a wouldn't let her drive the truck. Not that he's a bad liar. Like, it took her a while to well, get there. She hates all those things too. But. She hates all those things, but the truth of the matter is, she's getting to the heart of it right there. She's like, I just wasted. The point is, I just wasted my time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh gosh, she swallowed a jalapeno seed. Everybody, let it out, sis. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt when my friends intervened in this podcast studio 10 minutes ago and made me drink whiskey. Take a shot? Yeah. Oh, is that good? Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. She's pissed off. I was wasted time. Uh, My throat is a a picture to burn right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. We've done the first first verse. We've done the chorus. Let's get into our second verse. Lead us off. There's no time for tears. I'm just sitting here planning my revenge. Uh, I like this because I was thinking about better than revenge. Um, and I don't have anything else to say about it. It's so simple. Again, this is this is not poetic Taylor in this song. I feel terrible. I love. The chorus of this song. I do too. It's I really the best. do. It's the and the best. verses just get me kind of cringy. Like especially yeah. this next part. Oh gosh. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm so glad we it's can agree on this. So bad. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there's nothing stopping me from going out with all your best friends. Okay, I actually like that. Okay. I do like that. <sighs> okay, fine. It's it's fun. Fine. Because she's it's like funny. I, she's like almost wants to steal his friends from him. Uh, and just the way that yeah. she sings, yeah. talks, best friends. Wow. <laughs> the twang <laughs> is top notch. <laughs> You're really good at that. Best um, friends. I'm from Kansas, the, born and raised. So yeah. I, yeah. You, I, I, I tell you, spend a little time there. You'll probably be, it'll come away from mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. or come back. But this you. is the cringiest part. And almost, I yeah. think, any Ew. Taylor Swift song of all time, this is one of the top. Yep. Top cringiest moments. And if you come... How, wait, how does it go? And if you come around you come, saying sorry saying to me... Sorry no, to wait, me, that's not how it goes. My daddy's gonna, gonna show, show you how sorry how you'll, sorry you'll be. be. Very cringy. But did you know that was also a lyric change? Yes. Yeah, learned that. Um, so did I. And this Something about change, a assault Yeah, because the original lyric was like something about... My daddy's going to grab his revolver and then – or, like, his automatic or his Automatic. Gun. That's what it was. Then you'll see how sorry you'll be. Yeah. Oh. And so I Ew. guess that was just Ew. a little too violent 
and... No, it's not just violent. It's just gross, okay? We don't need to be, like, protecting our women with guns, well, it's okay? A, it's That's a father just... thing. I don't think it's a, no, a man no, versus woman no, thing. No, 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 no. I'm stopping you right there. No, I do not believe in this daddy-protect-daughter culture. Like, that's just gross. Okay. Well, lyric change or not, we still have that in this line here. My daddy's going to show you how sorry you'll be. We know Scott Swift. I've seen him at the Ares <laughs> tour. He wears a purple suit coat, okay? He's not the type of father that I'm picturing would just stand on his front porch with a shotgun saying, get yeah. off my lawn. Get away from my no, daughter. No, this was, right, this was playing with, like, a country trope exactly that like could have yeah and it's just it's just kind of gross it's just cheap we don't love it but it's we don't love it fun part of the song it's iconic wait there is still more cringe to come in this song I, I, I forgot about this this part in the bridge, which uh, I think is <laughs> so I, I literally, in my notes, after this line, because coming back around here would be bad for your health. <laughs> oh, burn, I literally wrote, baby. Burn. <laughs> like, that is the funniest, <laughs> like, I think my eight-year-old wrote that. Is that like, the best <laughs> rhyme she really could have done? <laughs> Did she know what she was doing? Was that intentional? Did she know that 17 years later we would be breaking this song down lyric for lyric and (laughs) laughing at it? Was this that just to humor us? But maybe, like, this that girl is so dang smart. Like, I think she knew what she was doing all along. Which is what? Like, she, she knew... It was like she was writing a parody. Like she's she's making it sound as funny as it can be. Like she's using very cliche lines. Like my daddy's gonna show you how sorry you'll be. Coming back around will be bad for your health. I hate your pickup truck. You're bad at line. You're a redneck. Like she's using these, but I think she was doing it kind of intentionally maybe i mean maybe this is just me trying to give her the benefit of the doubt but uh yeah i mean god bless her bless her heart bless her heart it is such it's still such a fun fun song yeah. like it doesn't ruin it for me and it just and, yeah and we're not done with the song we do we're go not. back into the chorus we love this chorus but the ending of the song is your cocktail it's a fun moment we love to sing yeah. it Burn, 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 baby, burn. burn. Baby, burn. Yeah. It's it's giving like a tease, like almost like sexy. Burn, 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 baby, burn. If you didn't know the rest of the song, right? I guess, but (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what your point is. (laughs) Well, that she's like, in the end, she's trying to like, I don't know. She's she's owning the fact that she's... Yeah, she's better. She's she's sure. Maybe she's still got her sex appeal while he's you know off being a redneck, heartbreak kind of who's really bad at lying. I don't know. It's 
It's fun. How many times have we said fun in this episode? <laughs> I think that's ultimately the spirit of the song is it is just meant to be fun. It's just fun. And this Sometimes has been songs really fun, fun swigging on cocktails with my sib discussing Swift. This particular song has been a blast. I've really enjoyed yeah. this, Rachel. It has. It has. Uh, there are so many more debut songs we have yet to get into, and I'm I'm really glad that our podcast spans all of the eras in no particular order. Next time we go back to debut, I'm sure it's going to be equally as entertaining as this one has. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Which leads us into, Rachel, what you are going to tell me is the song that we're doing next week. Is this the time? Are we ready yes. to move on? Um, Sam, to state the obvious, our perfect fantasy of a podcast is over. But there's no time for tears mm-hmm. because... I'm just sitting here planning my revenge. I mean, next week's Swift of the Week. Better than revenge? No. Okay. We need to maybe stick in this, like, fantasy era a little bit longer. Uh-huh. Um, and we need to kind of stick around in our fearless era. Okay. Oh, yes. So I feel like we need to do a title track. We're doing... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> do you not know how it goes? Fearless next week, Sam. Fearless. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I I, uh, heard a little quote about when Taylor Swift wrote wrote the song Fearless, which I'll probably bring up next week. But it feels a little bit like a a nice accompaniment to Picture to Burn as a little bit of a a taste of of the fantasy that she wished she had. So that's that's fun. Good choice, Rachel. All right, Swiggies, we realize you probably love our podcast more than you love all the others. Is that how she <laughs> sings it? <laughs> not, not really, but We good. realize you probably love her podcast more than you love all of your best friends. <laughs> so go and tell your friends that you're obsessive and crazy about our podcast called Swift and Swigs with Sips. That was really good. We'll never let you... Drive. I'm sorry. I tried to have fun with that, and I lost momentum halfway through it. All I'm trying to say is follow us on our social media is a great way for – wait, that's a great way for more Swiggies to find us. (laughs) Telling other Swiggies that you're obsessive and crazy about us. Oh, yeah. Telling other people. Yeah, so just tell tell all your friends about our podcast, basically. Share us and and review us and comment on our things. I mean, I just sound like a, a, a plug. Love us. Person. Love us. Choose please. us. <laughs> Want us. Anyways, please follow us on our social media pages. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And send us in your your voice memos about your errors to our experience. We can compile all that into a future episode. All of the things. Come and say hi to us. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it's just so fun. So fun. And and just so you know, coming back here next week for another episode won't be bad for your health. 
We, we will not. I thought we were done with that line. <laughs> our, our daddy's not going to show up with an automatic and make you feel sorry, okay? You won't need to strike a match on all your wasted time when you listen to an episode of Swift and Swigs with Sips because we promise to make it worth your while. See you next week. Bye, Swiggies. Bye, Sib. Love ya. Love ya. Boom. Wow. Wow. So ridiculous. It was that shot, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, could you tell? <laughs> <laughs>